This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the May 9th, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. By the way, if this thing gets enough listeners so I can make a little money, my first expenditure will be a couch that looks like the one in my artwork. Just saying. Please spread the word. Quick hitters. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down another 400 points as I write this. Compared to three years ago, it is up 27%. On the plus side, factor in dividends paid. On the negative side, factor in inflation. Still, it is up, and those years span COVID-19. The Taliban in Afghanistan are back to not letting girls attend school, not letting women work, and making women cover head to toe when they go out. The Taliban sucks. Wow. In the United States, over the last 30 years, the median age for first-time births rose from 27 to 30. Trump effed up even a Mother's Day message. Quote, Happy Mother's Day to all, including racist, vicious, highly partisan, politically motivated, and very unfair radical left Democratic judges. End quote. A new study linked in the show notes finds not eating late significantly extended the life of mice. Gets back to the intermittent fasting concept. Abortion views for men and women are almost the same per long-term Gallup polling. So when you hear men should shut up on this subject, it really does not change the conversation unless you also shut up vast swaths of the female population. Few, regardless of gender, are at the extremes, with most in the middle. I was listening to Professor Dershowitz's podcast, The Der Show, and he started yelling at me to get out of the issue of men becoming a woman or a woman becoming a man. I put the word me in quotation marks. I feel like he was yelling at me. I thought about it, and it dawned on me that I don't give a shit on that subject. I struggle if you command me what pronoun to use, though if things seemed obvious, I would use the clear pronoun or first name. I definitely have an issue with broaching the subject at too young an age in an enticing manner and worry some may go that route and regret it. But if Bob wants to become Bev, I don't care. Really, I don't have feelings on the subject. I have some questions, but I mostly don't care. People think I care. I have made comments that might suggest I care. But I think that has to do with a lot of the peripheral issues. The best example of that is the famous Deborah Messing cupcake issue. She came across a cupcake where the frosting was an anatomically correct depiction of the female anatomy. She tweeted a picture of that cupcake and said how it was empowering to women. Let's pause there for a minute. Can we agree that the world does not need an anatomically correct depiction of a woman's anatomy in a cupcake? Can we agree that is stupid? I'm pretty sure if a guy tweeted a picture of a cupcake with a dick frosting, we would not celebrate that moment. Anyway, she was attacked for being transphobic because folks said her tweet was disempowering to trans women. That whole thing I made fun of. Sometimes there is math. In the United Kingdom, per the Link Daily Mail article, the vaccinated account for 47% of COVID deaths. Wow, almost half of all COVID deaths are amongst the vaccinated. Does the 47% number mean vaccines don't work? That is where math comes in. In the UK, about 90% of adults have had at least one vaccine shot. So 90% of the population accounts for 
47% of the deaths, and 10% of the population accounts for 53% of the deaths. The data suggests you were 10 times more likely to die if you did not have the vaccine. I'm guessing the, vac the benefits of vaccines are even better than those numbers show because COVID deaths dramatically skew to the older and the fat. And I bet amongst that group, the vaccination rate is even higher, much higher. So unless you have a very good health reason, get the vaccine. Today is May 9th, which is the day Russians celebrate Victory Day for defeating the Germans and ending World War II. For the moment, we will ignore their efforts against the Japanese. May 9th means a big parade and a Putin speech. In the linked Reuters article on Ukraine, Putin says Russia only wanted peace, but encroachments and actions by the U.S. and other countries forced his hand. He hammered the U.S. and criticized other countries for being our lackeys. Putin sucks, but I assume with a compliant media, the Russian citizens are swallowing what he says. A different article suggests that Putin will double down on the Ukrainian war effort because he cannot afford to lose. The dude needs an off-ramp, but I don't know what it would be. I assume Putin would want the West to promise to stop training and supporting Ukraine, which would make Ukraine vulnerable in the future after Russia licked their wounds and were ready for another round. I failed in, again in my effort not to talk much about abortion. I think it is because in my subconscious, I view this as a microcosm for many of our discussions or lack thereof today. Yelling, only the extremes are heard, data is abused and not used. So here we go again on abortion. In 1931, Michigan enacted a law banning abortions in almost all circumstances. If Roe v. Wade is overturned, the state attorney general said she would not enforce it. Various views were swirling through my head when I read this. How dare she refuse to enforce the law? That is like the county clerk who refused to give marriage licenses to gay couples. Oh, it's from almost 100 years ago and should be updated, etc. Finally, I landed on the legislature and governor should do their damn job. If they don't like what is on the books, repeal it or change it. And if the voters don't like the results, change their legislators or governors. That is representative democracy. The current discussions I'm hearing on abortion give me more of an appreciation for precedent. I think Roe was an unconstitutional decision or a decision not based on the Constitution. Overturning it is fine from a constitutional standpoint, but I do wonder if precedents, stare decisis, might have been used to dial Roe back but not eliminate it. That would again be a legislative activity, but possibly justified by deference to precedents. So many people have come to rely on Roe, and try as the draft opinion might to the contrary, there are other court decisions that may be impacted. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.